Andy Clark's Seven Ball Breakfast Show on 7FM. Whoa, yeah, call off the search party. I'm here, it's one minute past eight, and this is Alan Partridge. Hey, thanks for that, or Al. How you doing? Hey. Good, how are yeah, you? Yeah, I'm very fine today, very fine. It's snowing outside, did you know that? Yeah, I had to drive in through it. It's not put, acceptable. Put the snowplow on the car and everything, it was horrible. What's going to happen with the flying later? It better, be, better be flied off. You're about to learn how to fly through snow. Oh, wow. At least the crash landing will be soft. It will be very nice, <laughs> won't it? So we got young Baz in the studio. Well, we got Baz in the studio. Oh, sorry, he's, just correction. He's, he's older than he. He's, not, he's older than he looks. He is. Dude, you're just jealous. I'm younger than all you lot. Yeah. <laughs> and we got young Paul. Hello. He's not young. And we've got young Jill. Hello. How are you? I'm good, thank you. You you are Jill Guarino. Well, <laughs> close uh, enough. Close enough. <laughs> well, Guarino. Guarino. Oh, I should have put an extra E in. Hang on. <laughs> are you, are you not going to make a rubbish pilot if you can't write phonetically, are you? I know, I know. <laughs> there are old pilots and there are bow pilots, but there are no oh, old... Okay. Yeah, sorry. That's for Amanda. Jill <laughs> um, Guarino from Gloucester Bundles. Yes. So, we're going to talk to you in a minute about uh, Gloucester Bundles, but uh, before we do that, we're going to play a song. Very appropriate for me at the moment. This is, um, this is called Flying. By oh. Brian Adams. And when we come back, we're going to talk about... We've got lots to talk about today. We've got so much to talk about. We're going to talk about flying again. Oh, good. Yes. Just for a change. <laughs> we're going to talk about our blogs, because I haven't updated mine of you. Uh, I might not get updated today because oh. of what I did last night. Oh, ooh. Yeah. Uh, we've got weather. We've got dreams. We're going to talk about dreams as well. Oh, Traffic. <laughs> Zoe Lyons. Ooh. Yeah, we're going to do a full newspaper review. And at ooh. 20 to 10, we got our Chaz from Chaz and Dave, who's going to be speaking wow. to us. Another big name That's on the 7 sixth, FM. Well, I know, it's wow. the sixth wow. one. But before we do that, we're going to have a bit of flying um, from our Brian. And then we'll be back after the uh, that fantastic song to talk to Jill Guarino. Got it right. From Gloucester Bundles. Back in a sec. feel like you're going to fall. Oh, I'll be there. And if you ever feel down or feel small. Oh, don't despair. And if you ever feel lost or feel alone, babe, come on home. Let's just make love all night. Let's just hold on so tight. Let's make it last for life. I won't let you go. Yeah, we're flying. Flying. We're so 
song i like that did you like that one that was a really nice gentle start to the morning do you like that one jill i do i did like that one it's very nice very nice and it's very appropriate for me because i flying at the moment are you are you are you clever from the seat well it is i do not try and fly in the face of public opinion but the thing is i'm scared of flying you see still (laughs) yeah obviously yeah so keep going back for more anyway more importantly jill jill guarino Yay. Yeah, <laughs> right. uh, it's coming today to talk about Gloucester Bundles. So what, what's it all about then, Jill? Uh, Gloucester Bundles is a, a charity project here in Gloucester uh, where we provide emergency packs to families in crisis. Uh, it's by a referral-only basis, so health professionals will refer families to us um, and let us know what it is that they need, and uh, we will get it to them. That's fantastic, isn't it? How long have you been doing that? Uh, Gloucester Little Bundles has been going for four years now. Um, we've now separated. We were affiliated with the NCT, but we've grown and grown and grown. Um, so now we're going to be standing on our own two feet and uh, getting our own charity um, position. So we're going to be known now as Gloucestershire Bundles. Ah, I see, um, yes. So we've we've helped now 500 families. In fact, um, it's growing daily. We get uh, three or four referrals every day. Really? Yeah. So as opposed to where we started, it was three or four referrals every three or four months. <laughs> and how long, I can imagine. How long ago was that? Uh, we started way back in 2009, actually. Oh, it's blimey, been going in drips. Yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. So, do you include food with these packs, or is that something you don't do? No, food we don't include. Um, pretty much everything else, though. Yeah. All sort of baby equipment, um, clothes, toiletries, toiletries for the the mother. Um, so we do mother uh, maternity pack, uh, hospital packs, push chairs, cots, sterilizers. Gosh, you, you do it all. Or we do it all. Wow, that's great, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Excellent. And you you are getting support from local businesses? Is it just local or do you get support from other bus- uh, other, other people? We've been struggling a little bit to get support from the local businesses, but we are um, we are having a, an auction in June. And oh, we've, right. we've since had fantastic support. Amiga have been amazing and donated fantastic prizes to the auction. Really? Uh, absolutely. Helicopter Can you say what? Ride, yeah, really? helicopter ride over the Cotswolds oh. and a balloon flight. So wow. absolutely... Um, fantastic. That is um, great, isn't it? Yeah. Which is just brilliant. Super dry as well. Am I allowed to say that? You then? can say whatever you like. <laughs> Super dry in Cheltenham. They've supported us and sent us some products. Brilliant. Um, and then way away from the field, but Manchester United have sent us a signed football. Have they wow. really? They have. Absolutely. That's a shame, isn't it? What are you going to do with that? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I shouldn't say that because my I, I, I'm not a football fan, but my son and my father-in-law are Man United freaks. So, and he's got all that stuff as well. So he'll uh-huh. probably be will be bidding, and will be yeah. have to be bidding. I think by the sound of it, that's great, isn't it? Though. So when's this auction? June. June twenty eighth. Okay. Patton Court. Oh wow! 
Didn't oh, we'll have to come along to that. We're donating, well, we're donating a prize as well. You are. <laughs> yes. Yes. Is it Barry? Is that the prize, Barry? <laughs> well, who wouldn't bid for a piece of this? Really? Well, let's face it, Barry, you are right, mate. You it's are not right. a flight with Andy, is it? <laughs> Yeah, you're not going to get much... No, unfortunately, Paul, it's, uh, it's your seat, mate. Oh, <laughs> no. Yes. No, yeah, it really is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what they can do with the seat? Well, I don't know, but we might, we might leave it in the studio and let, um, let them come in and, um, and help present the show. That would be good fun, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be a bit of a laugh. To see how professional and organised and planned we are. <laughs> oh, no, sorry, our show. Oh, uh, yeah, this yes, show. Yeah, sorry, this one. Oh, right, OK. Well, it's not, just not the love show. Really. No, 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 this no. show. Oh, I see, yes. <laughs> hey, that's great, then. So that we're, we're going we're gonna, to... Is that a real prize? I'd be embarrassed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great! That'd be good fun, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, but you're not allowed to go along because we want people to bid on it. Oh, so yeah. say, and what about you? You, you obviously won't. No, I'm not going. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> well, if, if we sent Paul, I'll oh, just send a recording. That's <laughs> a recording of Paul, Paul's <laughs> yeah. face. Yeah. That's great, though. Oh, that's really, really, really good. Um, so it's just reading on your website's charity provides a bit. Yep, you said that. Uh, if you have items that are in good condition, can can people can the public donate as well? Absolutely. Um, everything we give out has been donated. We're a non-profit um, organisation. Yep. Um, the only thing we pay for are our storage costs, which are our running costs um, every year. Yeah. So we rely on donations, and without those donations, we we couldn't run. So we rely on the donations of cots and pushchairs and prams, clothes, toiletries. Um, we have a few people doing a regular standing order so that we can go out and buy the nappies and oh. and things like that. So brilliant. Without the public's help, we we simply wouldn't be able to run. And how would people get in contact with you if they want to donate and, and things like that? Yeah, you can check our website GloucestershireBundles.org, or you can. Um, Go ahead and uh, check our Facebook site. Uh, We're based on Eastern Avenue and Big Yellow Storage. Um, So you can also pop in there with your donations. Oh, that's handy, isn't it? Yeah, Mm. yeah. This website says GloucesterLittleBundles.org. Is that a different website? Yeah, GloucesterLittleBundles was um, sort of our old cells, if you like, when we were affiliated with the NCT. We're moving away now to Gloucestershire Bundles. So slowly but surely, that website will become Gloucestershire Bundles. It's a work in progress. The NCT was the company I rang up. But it wasn't the oh, NCT. Oh, it was, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you don't... Very Ooh. embarrassing. <laughs> Very embarrassing. But you know the NCT's <laughs> not a company, don't you? It's yes. a charity. It's a charity, yeah. <laughs> this is part yes. of the problem. Long time ago, 12 years ago, my wife, uh, yeah, she, I, I rang... I, she needed a rather large bra, so I, I rang what I thought was the NCT, but it was the... It, the, the irony of it is, it was a scaffolding company with the same. And I'm not, I'm not joking. This is the honest truth. With something like the NSB or the NBT, the National Building Trust or something. I don't know. And, and the bloke just went along with it, thinking I was winding him up. And then it, I was in Tes- I was in Tesco's cafe. I remember it well. Sat there saying, "Oh, I, I need a I need a large bra." It's just like 32G. It was. It was good. Uh, and that's the honest truth. And he went, "Oh, right, yeah." Yes. <laughs> and, uh, I said, yeah, yeah, I need this, uh, I need this, Brian. And I said, I was told you could help. He said, uh, oh, I don't know about that, mate. He said, but uh, we're based in Swindon. He said, and uh, we are the national, whatever it was, construction, <laughs> construction. It, it was NCB, I think. It was National Construction Board. <laughs> so anyway, so I can get some scaffolding for you, mate. <laughs> and I just, uh, we laughed. But... Um, <laughs> I mean, it, going back to, to, to your organisation, which sounds fantastic, actually, it, it's, it's the sort of thing that you do when you have a baby and you have all the things that go with it, you, you, or with him or her, you, you sort of put it in the loft and leave it there and never use it again. Yeah. And, and you only use yeah. it for a few months, don't you? So yeah. 
So I don't mean, ho- hoard it. That's it, you pass it around the friends. But I think the, the really good thing to note with this is, I mean, we've all had kids, mm-hmm. right here, and we, I think we've all been in the lucky position that we've had everything that we've needed. Mm. You know, we might not have had everything that we wanted, mm. but we certainly had everything that we've needed at that moment of, of birth and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But could you imagine being in that position and having nothing? No, I know. You know, and but just have an organisation like this to call on uh, to say, "Look, I really need, really need the help." Yeah. Definitely, it's absolutely fantastic. Absolutely, and we have literally helped um, families that have had absolutely nothing um, have run away from domestic violence really um, a house fire actually we've helped as well yeah. uh, just a couple of weeks ago we had a referral um, for mattress protectors because someone was using bin liners oh that's terrible I mean that's you know so that's... we all went out and bought these mattress protectors and delivered them immediately you know really? yeah. that's amazing um, you know, so we, we literally have helped families with, with nothing yeah Oh, that is fantastic. Very mm. admirable uh, calls, that. So, you've heard it there. If you want to get in contact, can they can they call you or is it all done by the website? It's all done by the website. Okay. There's, a, there's a link that says donations or get in touch. Yep. And, um, and you can email us. You've got Facebook and Twitter account. We have. What are they? Uh, Facebook accounts is uh, Gloucestershire Bundles. That's just changed over. Yep. Um, and the Twitter account is Gloss Bundles. Brilliant. So Which there you, you go. Which if you follow 7FM, you'll have seen a uh, link to now because I just put it up there. Good man. Sounds clever. You are the techie. Well, of the, well, the media, the media. I'm not the techie. Yeah. I can't do any of that. Media stuff monkey. That, you do. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. Now oh, it's great to have you on. You're going to stay around? Have you got to go off? What are you doing? Oh, stay around for a little bit. Yeah, okay, because Pete's not coming in. Is he not? He's poorly Pete today. <laughs> oh, he's yeah. always poorly on a Saturday. He's, there's something wrong with him, isn't there? Yeah, really? I bet he's fine on Sunday, though. Yeah, I yeah. think it's the only thing he hasn't had is hypochondria, isn't it? <laughs> That's true. No, but you've taken all of that. I have had all of yeah. that. Well, yeah, you stay around, and we'll do, if, if you'll stay here later, we'll do another piece. Do the same thing again after the news or something. Lovely. Brilliant. All right, Jill, thank you very much. So, what have you guys been doing this week? Nothing? Right, okay, moving on. Hey! <laughs> what have you been doing? <laughs> I've went to paris oh mon dieu oh, yeah. I, saw, I saw that place yeah oh, it was name it, dropping yeah absolutely we um you took wait, your wife up the eiffel tower oh we certainly <laughs> did oh dear <laughs> did no, you we yes we what, did to the top no she, did she bo- go she to the first it. stage yeah i couldn't get well up to, the se- up to that second it's stage a four-man lift isn't it what's that all about well i saw that uh, when we sort of stood at the bottom, I saw the little lift going up, and I was like, because I'd, I'd sort of <laughs> got a man sort of a bit convinced <laughs> yeah. that we could go up to the top and that wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. Then I saw that lift, I was like, there's no way. Would you have gone up? I would have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's great. Um, the top views are amazing. Yeah, yeah I've, I've been to the top. Have you? Have you? Yeah, I yeah. Have, ooh, no. <laughs> it's pure evil. Pure evil. It says <laughs> the man who's flying. Yeah, <laughs> all right. I, I did associate <laughs> the flight with the. I did get a bit freaky last week when we went up to seven and a half thousand feet, and I thought. This is too high. And then somebody said to me, it doesn't matter whether you're 100 foot or 7,500 foot. <laughs> dead still dead. Dead still dead. <laughs> so what did you do? Did you have garlic? Did you um, have snails? We didn't. Did you have no, pig's eyes, frog's legs? No. Badgers? No, quite boring. Things? But uh, no, we went, uh, obviously, went on Tuesday, came back yeah, um, Thursday. And you Thursday went on night. the underground Eurotunnel. And we went on the Eurostarry thingy, yeah, uh, yeah. which was the first time for that, which was very exciting. Yeah. Um, it's dark, isn't it? It, it was Well, new, actually, that's I, the I must have fell asleep on the way through because I kind of missed it. Oh. I would have thought they would have announced, right now, you're going to go into the tunnel. No, they don't because a lot of people go, ah, start smashing the windows, try and get out. Do they? Oh, no, that was another <laughs> film I watched. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. My mum enough. went on the on the Eurostar went not long after it, and it broke down. What, the in, tunnel. The, in the tunnel? Oh, that's good. But you, you were saying earlier that Jill, you were on it and Yeah, it we stopped, got stuck in the, in the snow, that bad snow, a few, oh. few Christmases ago. We were actually the train that made it through, but oh, it really? took us hours, and then... Uh, the train after got stuck for 
a day. So how how That's did you get how did <laughs> the snow affect the tunnel bit then? Because that to me wouldn't. What it what it was is uh, we we were noticing all this uh, water dropping on the top of our car. We were in the driving when where we drove onto. The oh place. right, okay. And we we just kind of thought, okay, that's uh, that's new because we go every year. We've never experienced. That oh one. right. And uh, what it was is all the snow was melting. Um, on the roof of the train, coming through the train into the cars. Oh. And then, obviously, causing electrical faults, I think. Mm. Oh, is that the one where they it was the wrong type of snow or something? Is the it, wrong uh, type of but snow. But to be honest, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but to be honest if, you're, if you're halfway through the tunnel and water's dripping through, you you've got a real... to panic, aren't yeah. you? Well, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit weird. of an English channel above your head. But we kind of just, it was a non-spoken thing. We just looked at it, looked at each other, didn't mm. say a word. And, uh, yeah, only kind of talked about it when we came out. Hollywood my figure mate, about my, to die. My mate was on the Titanic, and that's exactly what he said. <laughs> <laughs> so that iceberg could be long, yeah. long, He said, it's all right, it'll be fine. We've hit him before, haven't we? No? Is that Lucky oh. Bob? Yeah, Lucky <laughs> Bob. Yeah, mate, Lucky yeah. Bob. Yeah, he was, in, uh, he was also in uh, the Poseidon Adventure right, as well. Yeah. In the yeah. film, yeah. 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 Sat on the deck chair. You remember when smoking <laughs> At least he's a survivor. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh, he didn't, that. Oh, uh, right. He got hit by an octopus, which is unusual. That's unfortunate. Yeah, that doesn't happen very no, especially they don't exist around there. And, they, yeah, and octopuses <laughs> aren't real anyway, are they? Well, no, I guess not. <laughs> not anymore. Not in your world. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> but what I don't get by the watery bit is, surely if if you've got water come, if it's raining, then doesn't the water come in anyway? No, what it was is they, they didn't brush the snow off the top of the train and there was a, there was a good oh. five or six inches and as you're going through it gets warmer and warmer and, and warmer. And it expands. And it expands and it yeah. melts and it's a science lesson. Oh, and right. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about and education on this show. That, that's a first. <laughs> and it was coming through, yeah, it's coming through the train. Wow, yeah. That, that, I've got to be honest, um, <clears throat> I haven't got a problem with water anymore. I used to have. Then I got Gee, that's boat. surprising. Yeah, I know. Then I got a boat and I don't. So... I think clearly to get over the plane oh, problem. You've got to buy a plane. Yeah, I need yeah, to yeah, buy yeah. a plane. Yeah. It is time for one of the advertisement breaks mm. on 7FM. So uh, I think we'll do that now. We'll be back with myself, young Barry, a young Paul and young Jill. Andy Clark's 7 Ball Breakfast Show on 7FM. Are you in need of a good and reliable accountant that could possibly save you their total costs and more against your tax liabilities? Then get in touch with TASP Accountancy, your local tax and accountancy experts. TASP Accountancy can provide you with tax savings methods, ensuring you claim for all the tax allowances possible. With a reputation for surpassing expectation, we pride ourselves on providing a professional yet personal accountancy service. Give us a call on Gloucester 260-031 or visit our website at www. .tasb.co.uk And remember, tax doesn't have to be taxing with TASP Accountancy and a good accountant should save you more than they cost. Okay, here's a great recipe for a late night treat. Slice two potatoes into oblong chips. Heat oil and a deep fat fryer till very hot. Fall asleep in front of the late film. Let oil catch fire. Brown the kitchen nicely. Wake up. Leave pan on hob and don't attempt to move it. Do not pour water onto oil. Turn hob off if possible and get out of the house. Stay out and call 999. Cooking accidents are the cause of most house fires. Fire kills. You can prevent it. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com.
Really? You're not, you're not back. I can't believe I did that. <laughs> you're back, no. No, I can't. <laughs> no red light, no noise. Uh, you're back with me, Andy Clark, uh, Barry Kirby. You're back with Paul Alcock and Jill Guarino. Check me out with me language, <laughs> innit? You might get you right to. I will, yeah. So, what, tell us more about Gay Paris. Um, well, we when we got to uh, Paris, having uh, done the uh, done the Eurostar, we um, checked into the hotel, and then uh, isn't that a great feeling when you do that? What checked into what, the hotel? Well, in Paris, hotel? in Paris, though, you know you're in Paris when you're in a hotel. The wallpaper's hanging off. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> the carpet, yeah. the carpet is threadbare. That's only if you've yeah. gone with Barry. And there's a, <laughs> and there's a little mint on the pillow. <laughs> really? Did you no, have that, that, that was there, that anyway. the mint. Oh. <laughs> but then, uh, Amanda had sort of laid out the list of things that she wanted to do while she was there, and oh. so we'd pre booked a number of things. Yeah. And um, one of them was the uh, the old Moulin Rouge. Oh, lovely! Which place. was we were sort of staying in that that sort of area, so it was only about a five minute walk away from the hotel. Yeah, i.e. the red light district. Um, <laughs> and we we got there, and we went up for something to eat beforehand. Got there, yeah. And obviously, when you get into the entrance hall bit. There's pictures of all the performers. Oh, lovely. And it was at that point... Was Amanda- Nicole Kidman on the wall in there? <laughs> no. Are you sure? No, she was outside. But no, I no, no, but she was in the Moulin Rouge film, she wasn't she? So I thought, yeah, she was, was, yeah. I thought she was on there. Anyway, go on, sorry. Um, and then Amanda sort of turned around and said, all these women, they've, they've, they've got no clothes on. Yeah. Well, well yeah. But that's mainly the reason uh, for coming. <laughs> she was like, um, are my English sensibilities going to be shocked? Mm. Yes, does a his, lot. Does your wife <laughs> really speak like that? Well, she, she, that's what she put on Twitter afterwards. Ah. Um, or on Facebook. One the thing two. that really shocked her, of course, was that picture of you with tonight's special guest dance. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think... by appointment only. <laughs> so... Big Barry Kirby. Hey! <laughs> well, that depends <clears throat> somehow. Yeah. <laughs> but the, uh, I, I think the biggest problem was, was not so much of all the uh, female nakedness, was all these blokes, all these uh, bloke dancers oh, doing all the stuff, yeah. but they didn't get naked. And that, I think that's more than what she was after. You don't get any of that. <laughs> so... Yeah. No, Did you um, for it? No yeah. need for it. <laughs> Well, that, I sort of said that. I would have been just un- not very tasteful, would it? So not really. Yeah, not really yeah. acceptable. <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah, no, so that... that stop thinking about that. That now. made me laugh for, well, quite a long time, actually. <laughs> um, but we did the Eiffel Tower. Oh, mon um, dieu. We did the Louvre, oh, uh, which is also... C'est bon. Yeah. I have to say that, um, that that picture of that lady with the slightly odd smile... Old Mona. Yeah. It's smaller it, in real life than you think, isn't Mona it? Mona Jones, listening number 32. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, uh, it is small in real life. It, it, it is actually when you look. <laughs> no, I meant the photo because the the the, the, the picture, painting. It is, you, you you basically know where it is by the by this big cluster of people that have stood around it, and then you walk up to it and you just go, "Is is that is it? Is that it? Yeah, and, you, yeah, yeah. and it's very uninspiring. I mean, it's not because it's it is, but no, it really was. Yeah, <laughs> was. you just think what? <laughs> a lot. All these people are sort of like blown away by this picture. I was like, really. I mean, she's not even, like, smiling or anything. Yeah. You, you, you didn't pay her very well. Um, and I d- apparently I said, we were in the, the Monet section. Oh, yeah. And I turned around and said, wine. a bit loud, and said, not very good in, was he? <laughs> uh, apparently that didn't go around very uh, very well to the people around Barry me. Barry Kirby, <laughs> art critic, 2013. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we were in the, uh, then the, the next day we went into, oh, what was, what's the one opposite the Louvre? Um, you meant, you said it yesterday, Andy. The one opposite the Louvre. Did I? Yeah. I'm sure you did. Can't remember what it's Not called. Not the Musée de... That's the one. Dorsey. Dorsey, yeah. Um, so we went in there, and that had all the sculptures and all that sort of stuff. And I sort of, sort of made the passing comment of, um, I kind of think all this art stuff's a bit like the Emperor's New Clothes. Yes. You know, everybody says it's great, but actually it's, you know, my kids can do better than some of them. Yeah. 
and th- it I, is a bit like I, that, I, I did sort of realise that quite a few people around me were English because a, <laughs> a lot of the blokes started sniggering um, which I thought was quite amusing anyway true story so <laughs> did you go on the RER the train uh, we did a bit yeah, yeah double yeah. decker trains it's Ooh, very good they were cool they are, so yeah. I had to take a photo yeah. Um, yeah you could tell that I'm more of an engineer than I am an artist because oh, yes. I've, I've got more pictures of like the um, the the glass uh, glass pyramid in the Louvre than I have of any of the paintings yeah so. it's quite clever isn't it how they built it I was a bit disappointed yeah. I thought with all the metal framework within the uh, structure they would have just used stronger and tougher glass yeah. and actually made it really clear uh, but that's <laughs> just a minute. you get the most romantic city in the world with your <laughs> wife and this is what you, oh I think the uh, metal could have been made in a slightly different structure yeah, your wife's a lucky lady isn't she to be fair well she's <laughs> an engineer as well so she agreed <laughs> it's got a point now to be fair <laughs> what did they use was it aluminium or was it some sort of well, whatever it is, but they've, they've put the they've put the glass on and then they've got a supporting structure behind oh, that's it very poor. of almost like of metal rods that's poor. And stuff. very poor and I was like well surely you could have done better yeah they could have done by supporting it through a, a more lattice system yeah and um well, they used s106 money as well which was <laughs> that's true yeah <laughs> and i hate it when that happens oh yeah <laughs> did you take the obligatory photo where you stand and put your finger so it looks like you've your fingers on top of the glass pyramid i tried to get a man to do that didn't really work i tried to get to do the whole thing where she was trying to hold do the whole hold the whole oh, thing up yeah. as well oh. where, under the eiffel tower oh that yeah. didn't work either it's obligatory good, isn't it it's, it's uh, obligatory yeah it's easy yeah. for you to say <laughs> So we've got Chaz from Chaz and Dave coming up in just over an hour's time. He's going to be uh, speaking to me on, or speaking to us, uh, live on the phone. And he's going to hopefully tell us what's going on in Chaz and Dave's life at the moment. I I was watching a bit of, um, they did a thing uh, on Radio 4 in October last year. Um, Very friendly with with, uh, another good friend of mine, Jules (laughs) Holland. When I say friend, (laughs) I've spoken to him. You've heard me speak to him. Yeah, that, no, that was him. That was him saying, "Will you leave me alone?" No, he, when I rang him up and I said, "Is is that the Jules Holland?" He went, uh, uh, "Yes, is uh, is that the Andy Clark?" Yeah. Will you stop ringing me on this number? Yeah, stop ringing me <laughs> yeah. now. I've had it changed. Well, stalker, as he called you. Funnily enough, he was the only one that I didn't ring. He rang me. <coughs> I'm not sure why that is. Everybody else, I, I rang. Remember. So Derry from EMF got his own number. Um, what's his name out of um, uh, Thingy out of NTC? Yeah, what's his name? Thingy. What's it? Yeah, Jeff Goldblum. No. Um, Graham Goldman out of 10CC I got his number De- uh, the bloke out of the beat old Ranking Roger oh Ranking Roger I got his no- I got his mobile number I- what I should do is ring them all and connect them together like I used to when I worked for BT <laughs> did you know you worked for BT you keep that one quiet <laughs> yeah I don't hear that very often right. should we play another song yeah why not I think this is a nice song that we should Careful, play. we might get a reputation for, for being a music well, music show and stuff there's two songs in half an hour that's got to be that's, normal. that's like a record it's or something yeah, <laughs> it is a bit well this one is, uh, is a good old song uh, from Captain Sensible and it's very appropriate for today because it's happy talk uh, which is go. what we're doing indeed aren't we well we're not really no <laughs> Dream, how you gonna have a 
dream come true Let's talk about the star Looking like a toy Peeking through the branches of a tree Talk about the girl Talk about the boy Counting all the ripples on the sea Happy talk, keep talking, happy talk Talk about things you'd like to do You've got to have a dream If you don't have a dream How are you gonna make a dream come true? Talk. Oh, right. Okay. Captain yeah. Sensible. He's, he's probably been promoted by now, isn't he? Surely. Yeah. He's Captain Brilliant now. No, he's Major, Major brilliant. Sensible. <laughs> so we've just decided, well, when I say we've, <laughs> we've. Um, and he's we, had a great we, idea. We are going to wear onesies next week. The three of us, me, Barry, and uh, Paul, are going to wear onesies. And if we can get Sicky Pete um, to well, come on in, then. Well, he's got a onesie, hasn't he? He's got a onesie. We'll get him to come in and wear it as well. And we'll do this. If if you give us one million dollars, mm, <laughs> quite literally, we have strange. it in sterling. Mm, one million dollars in sterling. Yeah. Okay. What's that? Four hundred quid. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do that next week, and you'll be able to log in and look at us on the. Um, I wonder if we can get uh, Amanda. To, Amanda, she's bound to do a, a promotion on this for us, isn't she? If we ask her. Uh, I think she would laugh quite a lot and say yes. <laughs> are yeah. we doing? Um, are we doing this for any reason? Just because we're crazy. Just because we like to dress crazy, in strange clothes people well it just gives us a bit i don't know it gives us a unique selling point and i'll tell you one thing it'll be warmer as well <laughs> so what what is what so jill what because you were saying that we could get some onesies from where was it pre-mark yeah probably where's that oh that's the one on the cr- um uh, opposite uh, eastgate no Clarence street opposite and, the yeah mm. yeah Oh, I like it in there. I like it because all the f- clothes are always all over the floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you haven't got to really look through anything. You say, I'll have that. Oh, that's been trod on. Is that cheaper? <laughs> it's a good no, that's point. unique. So. <laughs> <laughs> you pay more for that. So, uh, have you found online where you can get them as well? Because we need... There's, is it going to be superhero? Um, 
it depends what you can get. There's, oh, there's there seems to be quite a few. Some of them seem actually a little They're bit sensible. Not these, these are. It, well, that is. If, you've, if you it. know where to get a onesie from, then you can give us a call and we'll put you straight into air on Gloucester, which is 01452 348 or 555 if you're from up North Lake. Uh, you can email us at studio at severinfm.com. You can Facebook us by using the, uh, the URL www.facebook.com forward slash severinfm. Or you can tweet us by just tweeting to severinfm. You can also come down and give us food and share us with gifts. Bacon. Chocolate and stuff. And bacon. We do have time for a bacon sandwich afterwards, by the way, if you do want one. If, if you don't. What then. if I want one but I haven't got time? Wow. I don't know what that is, really. Can I do. Maybe one and then Tough. Can you do a takeaway? <laughs> we do takeaway, okay. yeah. It's £14 <laughs> plus delivery. How <laughs> <laughs> can you have delivery on a takeaway? <laughs> yeah. Taking it away. <clears throat> well, we deliver it to the hatch, uh, which we're knocking into <laughs> the front Is it a drive-through? Yes, it is. You drive through my lounge uh, into the kitchen <laughs> and then we serve you. With a smile like this. Clark is driving. <laughs> <laughs> you know it makes sense, to be honest. So, what has been going on in the news? I mean, I, I printed all this new stuff off, and it's all just so horrible, isn't it? Apart from one thing, which I think is funny, which is Alan Partridge. Uh, you heard him open the show for us today. Steve Coogan films uh, and shoots on Cromer. Is it Cromer or Cromer? Cromer Pier. Gunfire is predicted in North Norfolk at the weekend when filming of the long-awaited movie about spoof... He's not a spoof, is he? He's following me on Twitter, by the way. You're joking. No, he's good. no, he is. <laughs> DJ, he followed me this week. DJ Alan Partridge comes to Cromer. The seaside town and its pier are being used as a location in the fictional chat. He's not fictional, he's real. Chat show host's first feature film. Comedian Steve Coogan, best known for his Partridge character, will be filming in Norfolk throughout the week. Cromer's mayor, Gwendolyn Smith, said, Use of the locations will extract visitors, oh, attract visitors. <laughs> Uh, be good for the econ- economy. She's well, she's well. Uh, for economy. The film will see Coogan's comic creation attempt to salvage his public career while negotiating a potentially violent turn of events. <laughs> That's fantastic. The pier will be closed to public access from Sunday to Tuesday, the 26th of Feb, and will feature in a scene towards the end of the film. He's I, a good I guy. I think he's a genius. I, I think, think he's fantastic. I think it's so clever. Have you listened to his book? Uh, no, but I, I know you um, said it was excellent. It, it's just the way he. He reminds me of somebody, I can't think who it is, but he's, he just thinks he's so great. Mm. And um, he's just, um, it's just the way he talks to people as though he thinks he's really great. But it's obvious, it's, he's not. It's just so <laughs> funny. It's in the same mould as David Brent for me, where ah, uh, yeah, you, where you, he's kind of close enough to being a real person that you kind of see people you know. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> in him. Saw that. Sorry. I got a bit of a nervous twitch. <laughs> you were loving a second, young man. <laughs> I called you young man, that's nice. Oh, are you finding out about onesies, Bar? I am. What are you found out? I'm pretty disturbed about the one he just brought up. Let's <laughs> have a look. Uh, it, well, unfortunately, that was good. I was trying to find the su- superhero ones. Uh, that one, mate. That's not a onesie, the one you had a minute. It was just like a lycra blue. Oh, that, oh, that was. Yeah. I just got this picture of you in lycra now. Oh, yeah. don't, you don't want to go there. You can't oh, wear that. You look like an ink blot. <laughs> <laughs> Barry Blue, a new superhero for uh, Kingsway. Oh, that is fantastic! You've got a. Oh, you that. should have that. You know, do Woodersway face. <laughs> <laughs> Back at you, big boy. Yeah. Touche indeed. 
Oh dear. Well, in an hour's time, we'll be talking to Chaz from Chaz and Dave, which we're really looking forward to, actually. And we're going to talk to Jill, I think, again, if she's still here after the news. You going anywhere? Are you going to hang around? You've locked the door. Oh, brilliant. (laughs) Yeah, but you can't get out. You can't get out now. That's it. It You'd just be polite. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So, I had a strange dream last night. What, again? Yeah, yeah. I've got issues with my dream. And they all all resolve, um, they all sort of revolve, rather, not resolve, around um, stuff, right? Okay. And the stuff is always, I can't find something or I miss something. So, I've looked that up and it means I'm a control freak. No. Really? Yeah. You hide that well. I can't I know. believe it. No, I know. So the dream I had this morning at 3.48, which is when I woke up, <clears throat> was that I was waiting for the for a train from Paddington to Cheltenham, and I was... It was weird, because you had to go down to the underground and then walk that way, and then come back up and then walk back this way on the road, <laughs> which I didn't get, <laughs> but I did it, um, and I was in front of everyone, so I thought I knew where I was going. When I looked, there was no one there, and the train had gone, and I missed my train. So that's the one dream. Then the other dream was, I nipped down to Bristol this morning, and I was talking to a guy called Timo, who I work with, um, <laughs> at, um, at EE, and uh, he said, uh, it's ten to nine, and I, uh, ten to eight, sorry, and I said, well, I've got, I'm broadcasting ten minutes, he went, well, you won't be now. <laughs> and I was late for the, but then I woke up. And then, I couldn't go back to sleep, because I was worried I would, wouldn't wake up. <laughs> Dear. And we'd be upset if you didn't turn up. Yeah. Do you eat a lot of cheese? At night? No, I can't. Okay. After the incident. Right. Cheese-related incident. <laughs> oh, okay. So what does that mean, Jill? <laughs> <laughs> and what you can say with the red light on, without swearing, I know it's quite small yeah, around this. Yeah, it's not a lot, really. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Do you have strange dreams? Um, do you know, when I was a, a kid, I used to dream that a roller coaster would crash. Really? I remember that, That's yeah. specific, about, isn't it? Yeah, I was a teenager, and that was, that was my reoccurring dream. Do you go on them now? I do, I'm a bit... Yeah, and, we and love you, theme parks. Really? Yeah, so it's, yeah. No, right, okay. Yeah, no, it's, it hasn't put me off. It what's put a, what's off. the film that did that? Final Destination? Yeah. Oh. Everyone See, did that. I should have written that film. I'll tell you now. <laughs> You'd be that loaded was, That was stuff. my dream years before it was even out. <laughs> that is a freaky film. Yeah. I had a weird dream last night. Go on. Which was, for some reason... I was in handcuffs. Oh, yeah. That wasn't <laughs> yeah, okay. the dream. Really. That was the, you were back in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then, for some reason, I'd also swallowed the key. And I'm uh, not Houdini. quite sure on that. Houdini. And oh, then, right. somebody said, actually, you really need that back to undo the handcuffs. And I remember trying to basically be sick it back up. You'd have to oh, wait And then I woke up. You'd have to wait 18 um, to 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. And drink some, uh, something smooth. Because you don't want that hurting. Like a tickle. What, yeah. um, what about you then? Have you had any strange I, dreams? I never really remember my dreams. Really rare for me to remember a dream. I mean, everybody dreams, don't they? That's what they say. They say everybody dreams. Mm. It's a song. In well, there. It's, it's your brain trying to um, unravel the day's events. And but I do wake up <coughs> thinking about what I've got to do the next day. So I don't sleep very well, but I, just, I don't remember my dreams. So if you've got something on and it's time-related, time-critical, do you find you don't sleep very well? Yeah, if I've got to get up early. Especially if you're stood up in the garden. Yeah. 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 This is true. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had to go with that? Because you can get sleep apps for your, um, oh, for your yeah. phones, can't you? So I don't get that one. And you put it analyzes your sleep for you. So you put it on your mattress oh, and stuff. It analyzes my... your sleep and tells you whether you slept. And then you sort of wake up and it'll ask you, "How do you feel?" Smiley, sort of okay or you know rubbish. And all the ones then, then it tells you how well you slept. I'm like, no, I've just told you how well I slept yeah. because I, whether I'm happy or not. <laughs> yeah. My daughter's got one of those uh, an app that uh, records if you sleep talk. 
Really? And she does, and it's it's like something from Poltergeist. Oh, you're joking. So, didn't speak backwards. Yum, 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 Daddy loves the devil. Yum, 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 the devil. And she played it to me. Daddy, look at this. And she played it to me, and it was just... She oh. puts on this voice, she sort of went, I'm oh, an old woman. <laughs> you are joking <laughs> me. This is my daughter. <laughs> Oh, what is she? It's really freaky. Do you live near a graveyard? 64. No, she's... 64. She's 13. She's 13. It's freaky. It's freaky. Oh, I'm going goosebumpy now. I don't like this. I'll tell you what, it's horrible. This is freaking me out. So what we're going to do is we're going to go to an avid break. We'll be back afterwards. We're going to go straight into Kim Appleby with Don't Worry, a song from 1993 or two or something. Yeah. Excellent. I had this on my answer phone as well. You probably wouldn't have remembered that. When I did an accompaniment to it, saying, uh, oh, I'll, I'll do it. Anyway, so we're doing, <laughs> we're doing advert now. Andy Clark's Seven Ball Breakfast Show on 7FM. In your lifetime, you'll spend 1,286 hours drying your hair, 3,620 hours in queues, and 9,800 hours stuck in traffic. All we're asking you for is one. We need volunteers to donate an hour of their time to help collect money for the Great Daffodil Appeal. The money you raise will help Marie Curie Cancer Care nurse terminally ill people in their final hours. Simply visit the Marie Curie website to sign up. The hour you donate could help someone in their final hours. If you fall asleep at the wheel, you'll put your life in danger and the lives of others as well. Before you feel tired, pull off the road into a services or other safe area, drink some strong coffee, and take a quick nap while the caffeine kicks in. If you're having a nap, you've left your lights on, sir. Alright, cheers. Think. Don't drive tired. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com.
Good bit of Kim Apple be there. I, d- uh, I did sing my Ant Spoon message over the top of that, actually. I, I, do, I do think you should tell everybody, or yeah. sing, sing to everybody yeah. what it was. Do you know what, though? I'm not going to, because oh. I'm scared and frightened. And, oh. and it's, Are you shy? Do you, know, do you know what it is oh, to be scared and frightened? Do you know that? Have yes. You ever, well, most mornings when I come in here with you. That's true. That's very <laughs> true. So, we've got Jill with us, we've got Paul, and we've got Barry, as normal, and this is the Seven Ball Breakfast Show. It is 8.49 and 15 seconds. The temperature outside is, uh, I don't know, about two degrees or something like that. We'll do the weather later after the uh, No way the is it two degrees, less than that. Is it? It's, it's minus less. numbers. It's going to be minus two degrees then, isn't it? I saw it? a couple of brass monkeys rolling down the road earlier. Is that what they were? I saw yeah. those. Very, very shiny, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's a it's the twenty third today of uh, of February already. Why? Where is this year going? Where is it going? Backwards, is it? Mm. So, Paul, what did you do last night? Well, and this is going to be of great broad interest to the community. Mm-hmm. I met up with Simon last night. Simon Graves. Yeah. Omg. And um, how is he? He's good. We Has he got air? No. Well, a bit more than you. But Has he? Uh, right, okay. Well, so yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> And we, uh, so I've got a couple we, uh, we were raiding our memory banks About some of the things you used to get up to Hang on, what I used to get up to <laughs> Yes Go on then So I thought rather than And this is the first time you'll have heard some of these for a while I don't know if you remember these So there's a couple of incidents Most of them I couldn't mention obviously on air <laughs> Um, that hurts so, so the first one he was remembering Was you dropping off at home About two o'clock in the morning uh, He wasn't feeling very well Because he had too much drink now, for the benefit of uh, Baz, you wouldn't know this. I, well, this is already told you. Andy used to have a, used to play about with his cars a bit. Oh yeah. So, okay. he, a, so he had a big speaker fitted under the bonnet, <laughs> and, and a car alarm that oh, sounded yeah. like a police siren, which he could operate with his switch. <laughs> oh, it was a white. It was a, it was a white Gorsina. And the registration was VAD2X, which was. Uh, and I think the police guards were VAD. Should I be really saying this? <laughs> Probably not. It was a long time ago. I'll tell you, what's the statute of lim- uh, limitations? limitations on so it. after dropping him off, and you know Simon's mum was always very concerned about the neighbours and what they like thought. Like I am now, actually, yeah. funny enough. Yeah. You started shouting, driving round the green, <laughs> shouting, wake up, you... <laughs> inserting <laughs> spleetive here. Blimmers. Oh, I did. So, God, I'd go mad if I did that to me now. So we remember that. I'd get me out, drag me out and beat me to death with a stick. Apparently you were running around in his back garden on one evening with not many clothes on shouting Vera Vera, which was the name of the old lady who lived next door. Oh, I remember that, yes. <laughs> I can't. I, you, I, you, I know you won't believe I did this, to be honest. <laughs> Neither of you, so I, carry on. You and the one that I remembered was, um, this was on a Sunday afternoon, you were driving very, very slowly around the, the sort of village green there. Saying, vote Alcock, vote Alcock. Oh, that's, I remember that. That's <laughs> 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 your voice. So, um, oh so we had a laugh, and the thing that he remembered, he said most, was your Hillman imp that you had. Oh, that the, like... <laughs> the entire inside of his Hillman imp was covered in fur. Oh, it was. And um, I furred it up. You used to drive along, and uh, the steering wheel was held on with a big <laughs> nut, wasn't it? <laughs> so you'd be sitting in the passenger seat, drive along. He'd unscrew the steering wheel, give you the wheel, and go, "You drive." <laughs> <laughs> there was no wheel on the car. Oh, it used to drive in a straight line. My dad was a mechanic, so we made sure of that. But yeah, I remember doing that. That's right, because I remember you were kicking off at Bucklecourt Road in the back, and I just I unscrewed the nut, took the steering wheel off, gave it him, said, "Right, you drive. You think you drive any better?" I do remember that. So there you go. So I hope your ears were burning yesterday. We they had, were we burning. Had, we had a good laugh actually about the old days. So oh. he said we'll meet up for a pint. That'll be good. To yeah, we should the world do. To right. <coughs> Absolutely, yeah, that's, that's good to remember those <laughs> things that I there's, used to do. Not there's, anymore. There's of course. quite a few more that I can't mention. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine profusely, including, um, including pulling over that MGB. Oh yes. 
Oh, yes. <laughs> Moving on. Anyway, Zoe Lyons. <laughs> Zoe Lyons. So, we had Zoe Lyons on this show a few weeks ago. Uh, very nice lady. And she was in Tewkesbury this week. And myself and my uh, good lady wife, Mrs. Clarkers, she, we went and we met up with Amanda from Credgley People. And mm-hmm. we watched the whole show. 90 minutes of absolute comedy. She was brilliant. Um, and... And Amanda's written a really good article, actually, which is on the uh, the people, uh, the Crazy People website. But it's also in the Citizen. I don't know if it's in the Citizen. If it's on the website, it'll probably go on the Citizen either today or tomorrow. Uh, or something today like that. or tomorrow? Shall I have a look for you? So, could you do that? How would you know? It's in it's in the paper. It's on the, the online paper. But you can tell if it's been updated ah. um, to, as to oh, who's been. So you know these things. Um, but she was very funny. Very funny, of course. As she told it's a good me, good thing for a comedian. Really. Well, it is lucky. Yeah. Um, but there wasn't many people there. Um, she did it in the. Um, she called it the foyer of uh, Tewkesbury uh, Roses Theatre, next to the Eric Morecambe room. Because he died, didn't I he? Know, in he in did, the room yeah. next door. Um, and she said, "This is more like well, this is more like a foyer, really." And then she talked about um, some woman with eleven kids or something. Is that that seems to be in the news at the moment? Just a bit. What's that all about then? Um, a lady who needs a better sized council house because she has 11 children um, how do you have 11 children well Andy was <laughs> he one great oh, man and a woman okay you know and the mummy loves the daddy yeah. yes okay um, sometimes we have alcohol um, <laughs> <laughs> the um, but yeah so basically what the um, housing <laughs> association have done of um, of turned around and said actually a, be- a better value for money solution is to give you is to a mansion a um, a house that will do that. I think they're they're doing it. They're built. They're built or building it in so Kingsway. No, it's in Tewkesbury. Oh. Um, but then after she leaves it or something, they can split it into two or something like that. So they're oh. building it with future in mind. But everybody's kicked off and said that it's um, um, really horrible thing. You know, she she should be castigated and all that sort of stuff. What's that? Um, Made a social outcast. Oh, um, okay. A pariah. I um, thought it was like castration. Then when you said, sounds like it, didn't it? <laughs> well, you can't really do that, can you? And so yeah, but that was really interesting last night because yes. that, obviously that this came up this any oh. question thing I was at last night. And what did they say? Um Well, I think a couple of really interesting points was um firstly the benefit system is there for people who need that help and that, that hand up. Yeah. because uh, obviously the insinuation here is that she's ab- abusing the benefit system and she shouldn't get any of it. But as um uh, I think it was uh, Baroness Royal said, Jan Royal, she turned around and said, well, you've got to think of the children. You know, what's the point of putting the children for uh, what are potentially a pa- a parents' mistakes? So that's, do you make the children suffer just just for the sake of, uh, of what's mm. happened? Um, but then she did also go on to say, well, maybe having 11 children is irresponsible. Which, coming from a um, a Labour person, is quite a, uh, a strong statement. Yes, steady, so, steady, steady. Yeah. it is, isn't but it? it was, I mean, she oh, sort of said that, and, and she made a real point of it. And the whole room kind of went silent a bit because you can see all the Labour supporters going, "Oh, do we cheer for her here? Do we uh, <laughs> um, oh. get a terrible membership card or what?" Oh. Um, but no, it was it was interesting. A liberal. Yeah, mm. it's lucky Cara's not here because she'd have nearly an opinion on that. Well, she got eleven kids. <laughs> 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 Morning, Caro. Morning, Caro. <laughs> She'd have, she'd, have, she'd have sat on the fence on that one. Oh, she would have done, yeah. Just you bit. can't get pregnant doing that, I can no, assure you. No, definitely not. Not anymore. Not you since tried. the incident. <laughs> um, but yeah, going back to Zoe Lyons. So, I mean, uh, she did bring that up and it uh, got a good laugh. Um, so, yeah, she was a really good, really good night. She talked about um, her brother getting married in France and how that she found herself saying that she was, God, this is a really good breakfast wine. And, and things like that. Um, and that she was so fat that her uh, teeth felt fat. 
and she couldn't put her, her sunglasses were too tight on her head. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. Oh, I know. I can't even wear sunglasses now after that. But uh, she was really, really good. And i got to be honest, I, I, I'd go and see her again because it was just you, funny. You liked her, didn't you? And, and you Karen, you, you know how miserable Karen is. <laughs> she laughed. No, I think no. <laughs> your, your, your current's wonderful. She's not miserable at all, if you're listening, dear. Um, I'll just get you out of that one. She won't be listening. She'll be asleep. But um, she laughed and laughed and laughed. I haven't heard her laugh like that since the last time, which was a long time ago. Mm. The day we got married, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but it was very what, good. Forever? Yes. Forever? <laughs> oh, no. Hysterical laughing. <laughs> um, yeah. So what are you guys doing later? What are you up to later, Paul? Um, I'm, I'm horse riding again oh, today. <laughs> yeah, it's what, good. What are you learning today? Cantering? I am. I am. We're specialising in cantering today. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's actually true. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> yes. Ah, it's the the funny thing get, is, though, you've got to get your timing right with the front leg and the back leg and you, all that. You do. Yes. And, and the trouble, uh, the trouble the I have, you, can get to you, might, you might notice my legs are not as long as they probably could be. <laughs> oh, you need to get your stirrups put and up. So, yeah, not only have and my stirrups, num- but it also means that... Um, the the horse I ride is quite wide and I can't walk and it's only two foot <laughs> it's only two foot three it's uncomfortable <laughs> it's the yeah. only it's the only horse in the yard with stabilisers those on little it. those little miniature uh, those little miniature ponies yeah Shetlands they're great I'd be good on one of them <laughs> you'd look about full size <laughs> the jockeys are small I don't know they oh, do oh they are so yeah I'm doing that later looking forward to that yeah what are you doing then Bar? I'm I'm working today. I think for a fair bit of it. Been working. Oh, yeah, you because I've been job. A, yeah, yeah, that yeah, pretend, job. pretend um, job. But yeah, I've, I've been away all week. I've got oh. some bits of work to catch up on, and, and then getting rid. Um, tomorrow I'm going and start, starting to annoy people by knocking on their doors. Oh, you ain't doing that canvassing. I am doing that canvassing thing. Oh, oh I thought uh, you meant you were going to be knocking the doors saying, "Do you want to buy any dusters and stuff?" Like you yeah. did last week. No, no. I'll tell you what, we do have <coughs> driving around our bit though. And I, I guess guess he must go around all year. Is these get the scrap metal merchants? Oh, um, yeah. But he's got this one that got around Kingsway. He's got the most annoying horn and shouty thing. So you can run out thinking that it's an ice cream van. Well, no, it's not. You want a 99, <laughs> you end up with a bit of aluminium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's driving around, all you can hear is... Like, what the heck is oh, that? That's that song they used for the old 2008 uh, World Cup, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what he's doing. And strangling Was the speaker. It <laughs> Uh, what are you doing then, Jill? You've got about 20 seconds to tell us. Oh, <laughs> we're uh, we're taking the kids out and we're going to go see a big aquarium. Oh, where's that? Um, oh, I don't know. Bristol. <laughs> Bristol. Bristol, Birmingham. Probably, Bristol. probably, yeah, one of them. Azerbaijan. <laughs> Azerbaijan. That's easy for you to say. So, okay, you're do- anything else you're doing? Uh, no, that's about it. Oh, right, okay. He told you to fill that and... Well, yeah. Sorry, you yeah. <laughs> can make something up if you, you stuck like. to that 20-second uh, rule too well. That's fine. <laughs> well, we're going to be going to the news now on 7FM. We'll be back after the news to talk to myself, Jill, Barry and Paul. Across South Boston and around the world on www.7fm.com. Andy Clark's Seven Ball Breakfast Show on 7FM. When you did that jingle for us, how did you get the high notes, Paul? Oh, I know. I crossed my legs. You did? Yeah. Ah, fair I enough. On I had to give a swift kick. Ah, so you're back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. You're back at, um, <clears throat> excuse me, three and a half minutes past nine on the 23rd of February, Saturday, with Jill, Barry and Paul and myself. 
And I saw, I read something in the week. I saw it actually on the TV, which is very sad. Richard Briers, the good life star, dies oh, yeah. eight 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 yeah. seventy nine. I said that. It is. Actor Richard Briers, best known for his role in TV's The Good Life, has died at the age of 79. His agent has said, The star, who was also an accomplished stage actor, had been battling a serious lung condition for several years. Briers died peacefully at his London home on Sunday. His agent added, Briers recently blamed years of smoking for his emphysema. I didn't know he smoked. It's totally my fault, he said, so I get very breathless, which is a pain in the backside. Trying to get upstairs. Oh, God, it's ridiculous. Of course, when you're... Blimmin, nearly 80. It's depressing. Um, uh, what is it? Because you've had it anyway. His agent, Chris Farrar, said, Richard was a wonderful man, a consummate professional, and an absolute joy to work alongside. And someone else who died this week, um, in a way related to Richard Bryars, was Bob Godfrey, the rhubarb animator. Oh, and he died in 91. And, of course, Richard Bryars did the voice for he rhubarb. Did, didn't he? he did. He oh. <coughs> did. Have, oh, the mu- have we got the theme music for Do rhubarb you know what? custard? That's... I- I was thinking... Um, this, will, this will age us. I probably have, actually. I was just looking on... Uh, oh, this internet doesn't work, does it? It's a bit before my time, I'm afraid. A bit it would before be. your but time. But you know The Good Life. <laughs> this, have you seen The Good Life? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was... I thought that was brilliant. I've it was had, a really I've, iconic programme. I had a crush on Felicity Candle. Well, know? everybody did. <laughs> you had a what off her? I had a crush. Oh, did you? Yes. On her. On oh. her. Yes. Not so, off her. That would be weird. <laughs> 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 so, there you go. Have we got it? Yeah. Synthesizer there. Do you recognise uh, the theme music, Barry? Did yes, you recognise? Yes, there do. you go. You That's do recognise yeah, it. Custard. Uh, my parents told me about it. Yeah, they told you about. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> Did, tell me if this hurts. <laughs> yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I was joking. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's very sad, but he's had a great life. Um, I can't remember. One of the guys had said that um, a comment that when he read Shakespeare, it was a an inane little twittle twattle or something like that I can't remember who it was, <laughs> well, it was, he, was a, he was a very good serious actor though wasn't he yeah I mean, he was he Shakespeare a lot but he, he rushed his words he sort of spoke um, and then stopped and everything was uh, very much like this didn't he especially in The Good Life yeah, yeah. that was funny The Good Life it was, yeah, funny. It was good. I'm sure they'll, br- um, they'll bet they'll bring it back now and if it's not already on um, it's already played quite a lot I think on it? some of the old gold channels and what have you but oh. they should do a remake Yes, the bad life. With Andy, <laughs> Andy, Andy and Barry. Andy, Andy can be Margot. You can be. Um, You've got to be Jerry, isn't he? You can be Jerry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What can you be? Can I be Felicity? You can be Felicity. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that means I have a crush on you. No. Can Felicity be brilliant? Rick. No, it was Rick, wasn't it? Rick. Like Fili- that was Vivian. That was Vivian, Vivian, wasn't it? Rick. Felicity Kendall. Okay, um, we need to do some travel very shortly, um, but just before we do that, so for our new listener who listens, is listening in now, we're going to just go back to Jill, Jill Quirino. Yay! I got it right. <laughs> who's going to tell us a little bit about Gloucester Bundles. What's it all about, Jill? It's a, uh, a charity organisation in Gloucester that uh, provides emergency bundles to families in crisis. Um, we get referrals from health professionals, uh, so children's centres, uh, health visitors, social workers, midwives... Um, and family workers will refer a family to us let us know what it is that they need and then we'll we'll provide it for them it's a fantastic um, fantastic work you guys do and you can get um, you get support from local businesses and local people yeah we're getting support from Big Yellow who have uh, where our storage is based at the moment Um, they've given us a 
a hefty discount actually to enable us to continue which is great that is good um, we're also getting fantastic um, support from Amiga here in uh, um, Gloucestershire they're providing a wonderful price for our auction on Ju- in June 28th yeah it's a night out with Barry isn't it which is great oh no sorry. <laughs> sorry 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 no it's not no seriously what, what is it this is uh, the auction isn't yeah, it yeah helicopter flight over the Cotswolds wow and a balloon flight hey that is good absolutely fantastic that will be good mm. balloon yeah. flying is good we're still looking for loads more auction lots though if any businesses are listening <laughs> yeah so that night out with Barry is something that could be <laughs> well, well yeah. it could be a real uh, price I'm not <laughs> sure about this I mean, how desperate do you have to be how much are the tickets <laughs> how much be are nice. the tickets actually okay, tickets are £30 brilliant so yeah you get a sparkling wine reception three course meal live band and an auction excellent Ooh, all like at Hatton Court which is lovely it's the live band monkey face. <laughs> no, no. Uh, you well. ask us, but we would have done it. We would have done it. No, Sorry. it's fine. But that's good. And, and uh, on a serious note, that we are donating a prize, aren't we? We are. Yeah, which are, is a yeah. guest spot and to co-host this show on a Saturday morning. Indeed. Yeah. Well, we'll have to get prepared for that. We'll have to learn stuff. <laughs> we'll have to like plan stuff and, <laughs> and stuff. be funny and stuff. And if uh, if people want to get in contact with you, um, Jill, what, what, how would they do that? They can go on our Facebook page, um, Gloucestershire Bundles, or Twitter, Gloss Bundles, um, and also our website, uh, GloucesterLittleBundles.org. Great stuff. Well, you've heard it there on 7FM. If you want to get in contact, that is the uh, the way to do it. And uh, and your patron. Mm. Who is that? It's somebody lives near us, isn't it? Yeah, our patrons are Lily and Sam Cooper, wow. um, formerly known as Lily Allard, yep. and her husband Sam. Um, so that's fantastic. They're sending Brilliant. us a fantastic piece for our auction as well. Great. A nice autographed um, item of clothing from Lily, which is, which is really good. Oh, wow. So do you get to have coffee with her and stuff? Has she come around for a but- bed and butty? <laughs> no, no. We're in the process of arranging something. Ooh. Um, we're hoping she might like to come and see our unit really come and see what we do yeah excellent so, that'll be good yeah definitely because of course she had a uh, baby yeah she's last... not long had a baby I was yeah. going to say it wasn't yeah. long ago was it yeah brilliant she's just got the one now she, now she's got two she's got two she's got two now yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. excellent okay well thanks for the update Jill and you're more than welcome to come back and talk to us tomorrow you can stay to the end of the show as well if you like because you've been a very valued guest today in fact you've been better than these two so <laughs> right we got fair, it that is oh. <laughs> so I was going to say you could sit where Andy was and drive the desk there I was yeah say, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's half an hour away from our our uh, celebrity guest interview today um, which is Chaz Chaz Hodges from Chaz and Dave so what we'll do is we'll play a song um, that they sang uh, we'll, we'll play this now and we'll play a few more between now and then as well so this one I don't know what year I think it was 1980 78 something like that if Pete Sicky Pete was here he'd know yeah. wouldn't he Sicky Pete. Well, he wouldn't because he'd be, he'd be in his Pete. sick bed around the corner, wouldn't he? Yeah. Psycho Sicky Pete, if you're listening in your bed, let us know when Gertrude from Chaz and Dave was written or released anyway. <laughs> Oh, 
So, I just wanted to give a quick mention for some karate classes which are taking place today and every Saturday uh, for children. Uh, my little boy goes, and it's a fantastic thing, and I thought I'd share it. So, it takes place at Simply Gym, which is at the Kingsditch uh, Trading State over in Cheltenham, or just by the Kingsditch, on every Saturday. starts at 12 o'clock. Uh, the cadets, which are ages 3 to 5, go between 12 and 12.30, and the juniors go from 12 to 12.45. There's no membership fees as such, but if you join up and uh, like it, then it's £20 a month if you're in the cadet, which is 3 to 5. 28 for the juniors. Um, this fantastic. I really wanted... I, I can't praise it highly enough. It's um, for children. It's a way of discovering self-confidence, discipline, self-defence and self-esteem, as well as giving you flexibility and coordination. All taught by qualified black belt instructors... And uh, if you're interested in knowing more, then Claire's the person to speak to on 0792 994 9024. Or you can call Simply Jim on 01242 262 847. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for that, Paul. So I think what we'll do now is we'll, uh, we'll get ready to do the newspaper review on 7FM. Andy Clark's Seven Ball Breakfast Show on 7FM.
So we're going to do the full newspaper review today, which is rather long, but we'll do it anyway. So the BBC comes under scrutiny in many of Saturday's newspapers today after the corporation published thousands of documents giving its inquiry into the reporting of the Jimmy Savile scandal. The Daily Telegraph thinks they show the intent, the extent, sorry, to which the BBC is an unwieldy collection of feuding baronies in which managers are concerned and not with serving the public but with preserving their own status and reputation. The Guardian sums up the response of the senior managers as chaotic, toxic and frantic. The paper focuses on BBC chairman Lord Patton, who says it appeared only too happy to attack the broadcaster, accusing the BBC of having more senior leaders than China and bosses of frantic faffing about. There's a lot of Fs and stuff in there, isn't there? (laughs) The Times describes the infighting at the top of the corporation's civil war and accuses the BBC of sparing key individuals by uh, eradicating... uh, Red, what's I say? Redacting. What's that mean? Redacting. Redacting taking black, black it out. out. Yeah. Right. Okay. Redacting material. Thanks for that. The Daily Mail is also more concerned by what was not published, showing numerous examples of pages with blocks of text blacked out. So much for BBC transparency, says the paper. But the Daily Mirror is prepared to give the benefit of the doubt. We trust statements which redacted for legal reasons are not blanked out to save airing executives from embarrassment its editorial says the independent says the documents include excruciating detail of the chaos and paralysis that beset senior executives and the sun uses the initials bbc as an inspiration for its headline blame dodging backstabbing cover-up and the editorial columns have plenty of suggestions for the reform of bbc management the sun says a sweeping purge of time-serving risk-averse executives is needed the rehabilitation of the bbc's shattered reputation depends on it the paper believes the Telegraph agrees, calling for its bloated bureaucracy to be dismantled to create an organisation humbler both in spirit and ambition. The Mail's editorial is angry that all but one of the executives involved have, it says, either kept their jobs or been shuffled off to well-paid posts elsewhere in the corporation. The Times also points out that nothing yet has been restructured, no procedures are known to have noticeably changed. It hopes the new Director-General, Lord Hall, will bring clear leadership and external perspective. The Independence editorial suggests the BBC still has lessons to learn. It notes that the newly appointed of strategy, James Purnell, will not only receive a salary just short of 300000 but will also qualify for up to two years' salary if he leaves. The Daily Mail devotes its front page and several pages inside to further sexual harassment claims about the former chief executive of the Liberal Democrats, Lord Renard. In a column... In a comment column, the paper suggests the reason the party wants statutory regulation of the press is to stop such allegations being printed. No true Liberal would support the Leveson proposals to shackle free speech, the paper declares. The Daily Express points out that Lord Renard has strongly denied any wrongdoing. Meanwhile, the Telegraph leads with the widening of the horsemeat scandal to include the catering firm Sodexo. The firm's contract with Ascot Racecourse provides the Daily Star with the opportunity to speculate that the Queen may have eaten horse at her favourite race meeting. Many papers feature the same picture of the South African athlete Oscar Pistorius leaving court after being granted bail whilst awaiting a trial for murder of his girlfriend, Rita van Steinkamp. The runner is grim-faced, plunged, says the Guardian, into a seemingly bottomless pit of despair. The Times notes that there was a single shout of yes as the magistrate announced his decision. In The Independent, South African author Justin Cartwright says the case shows flaws at the heart of the country, incompetent police, corruption at the highest level, and alarming signs of decay in society. But the Telegraph's former uh, um, Africa Bureau Chief, it's easy for you to say, (laughs) Tim Blucher, defends the country. There are fewer guns per head than in the US, France, or Switzerland, and other countries have other uh, less-than-perfect police officers, he says. Finally, there are plenty of guys to Sunday night's Oscars. 
The Times predicts who will win in the main categories, and who should win. In all but one category, Best Actor, Daniel Day-Lewis, the, uh, the answers are different. The Guardian concentrates on Day-Lewis. Who, should he win, will become the only actor to take the Best Actor award three times. It would, says the paper, confirm his position as one of the all-time greats. The Independent notes that even the losers will be winners, as they receive a goodie bag containing gifts worth nearly £30,000. Wow. 30 grand. Wow. Just for turning up. Wow. Well, that is your newspaper review. We've done a full review today on 7FM. Andy Clark's Seven Ball Breakfast Show on 7FM. Do you need a new creative streak to advertise your business but don't have an advertising department? Then come and talk to WorksCo. Do you need creative signage to promote your business to your future customers? Then come and talk to WorksCo. Do you need creative personalised workwear to project a professional image? Then come and talk to WorksCo. Do you need creative printing of leaflets, flyers, banners and stationery to get your big messages out there? Then come and talk to WorksCo. Get in touch with WorksCo for all your creative signage, workwear and printing needs. Call Gloucester 729909. That's Gloucester 729909. Or go online at www.werx.co and put your creative needs in safe and expert hands. A late night recipe. Slice some chips and put in the deep fat fryer. Fall asleep in front of the late film. Wake up. Leave pan on hob and don't attempt to move it. Do not pour water onto oil. Turn hob off if possible and get out of the house. Stay out and call 999. Fire kills. You can prevent it. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. She keeps them always in a pretty cabinet case, she says, just like Marie Antoinette, a building remedy for Chris Job and Kennedy, and it's a limitation you can't take. Caviar, cigarettes, well burst in etiquette, extraordinarily nice. She's a killer, queen, got that agility, dynamite with a laser beam, guaranteed to blow your mind. She never kept the same address In conversation She spoke just like a baroness Little man from China With time to get your mind Then again incidentally She that way You came naturally from Paris Because she couldn't care less Prestigious and precise She's a killer Queen Gunfire Gelatine with a laser beam Guaranteed to blow your mind
is really gay. Painful as a pussycat. And momentarily out of action. Temporarily out of Bit of Queen there, you can't be a bit of Queen on a Saturday morning, can you? Oh, it's rocking. Do you like a bit of Queen, uh, Barry? We do like a bit of Queen, dear. Queen's very cool. We were laughing off air then. Really? Yeah, we probably <laughs> looked at me. We oh, was that me? Um, no, no, we weren't again. laughing at you. No, we were laughing together, all three uh, of us. With each other, not with at each, each other. other. Exactly. <laughs> we don't do that laughing at individuals in here other than at me. Well, yeah, but you do open <coughs> yourself up for it, don't you? Oh, we certainly do. So, talking about that, we are opening ourselves up to Chaz from Chaz and Dave in about 15 minutes. Um, before we do that, we can talk about flying again. Hey! So, I'm flying at 11. At least 15 minutes. Well, it has. Um, and I'm this, this flight simulator software, which I've. Mm-hmm. You haven't had a go on it with the three screens yet, have you? No. You'll have to have a go tomorrow okay. if you're a we'll Come and have a go. I've got this software called Vox ATC. And what it does is it. Um, you basically configure the um, microphone press button thingy on the, uh, the flight column, and you can actually talk to ATC and they respond to you. Mm-hmm. And they respond to you in the correct phraseology. And if you don't respond with the correct response, and it's UK, not American, yeah, yeah. Um, CAP143, check me out, um, then it, it won't respond to you. And it gives you um, permission to fly and everything, taxi and the lot. So this is all built into the software, yeah. obviously, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's very clever. And I've got three screens now, so you, you've got the middle one, you've got the left window and the right window. And as you, it's really good. Is it um, expensive, this software? It's 40 quid. Oh, is it? Oh, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's not that expensive to set up yeah. your own sort of flight sim anymore. It's, no. You can, do, you can do a fair bit with not much money. You can. It's su- really surprising, to be honest, how, how cheap you can... Well, no, it's say cheap. It's cost-effective. I mean, it's probably... To buy a flight simulator and the software... Uh, to buy the software, it's probably less than one flying lesson. And how do you replicate? Because obviously in a plane you have a steering wheel and... Yeah, I've got that. Uh, you've got all the sort of yeah. ancillary bits. Yeah. Do you operate stuff with your... F- yeah, the yeah, rudders and the accelerator. No, there's no, no, the And the brake in the middle. Yeah, that's the one. I'd be good at flying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, no, it's, uh, it is it is good, though. It is good. And I've bought the flight, the photo um, scenery, scenery as well. Photo scenery stuff. So it's just like real... It is real. I, we've, you can see my house on it. You can fly over my house. Was it with you I we did that? No. We can, you can but fly over... You probably do genuinely fly over my house, though. That's um, true. Well, we... we, uh, we we are flying north. Yeah, we probably are. If you're you the biggest flower. church, you take a bag of flour. <laughs> 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 Is it this one, Paul? <laughs> no. No. I don't want to say. this one? <laughs> no. That's my neighbour. Shall I find some stones and write a message on the lawn or yeah, something? Yeah, I hate you. Stones. <laughs> <laughs> Just spray paint it on your roof. Crash you. Yeah. <laughs> you blimmer. Andy. Andy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I think we should play another Chaz and Dave, uh, another Chaz and Dave song now. I think we should play Rabbit, I think. How about that? Oh, we were Rabbit. talking about this one, Rabbit. 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 Yeah. Rabbit. That's it. Well, I talked to him. I'm, I'm sure I'm going to ask him. I'm going to ask him how how they came up with that and see what he says. I'm sure he'll answer. He might not answer. He might say, "I'm not, I'm not telling you, Andy." 
Is just he, like that. Because yeah. that's how he, he, he from? What do you reckon? Do you reckon he's going to be a nice guy? Because they, they were a bit sort of feisty and stuff, weren't they? When yeah. They do their thing. So do you think he's going to be nice, or do you think well, he's going to be feisty? Were they? Well, sometimes they, they were. They were. A bit they, were they, they came up with the genre Rockney, didn't they? Rockney. Oh, yeah. fantastic! That's what it was called. Yeah, it, was a, it was their first Excellent. album. But Rockney. I did say to Andy, I I have a kind of hope, really, a wish that they live together because, like Eric Morkman, anyways, I have the picture of them in their house. The oh, in bed at night, <laughs> yeah, in their pajamas. Wasn't that nice though? How you could have there were two blokes in bed, yeah. and there was not any question about them being a raving pair of um, friends. Friends, yeah. no, but seriously, there wasn't. There was no, none of that at all. Let's play a bit of rock. Let's play a bit of rabbit, anyway, and uh, we'll we'll be talking to him in about uh, just under ten minutes on Seven FM. Rabbit, 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 Why am I soft in the middle now? Why am I soft in the middle? The rest of my life is so hard. I need a photo opportunity. I want a shot of redemption. Don't want to end up a cartoon in a cartoon graveyard. Bone digger, bone digger, dogs in the moonlight. Far away, my well-lit door. 
like that what's happening then Barry yeah, we know. just uh, well Paul was asking about how we're doing this easy so, fundraising yeah, tell thing. me about this easy fundraising thing well, it's, it's easy yeah and it's fundraising oh yeah. thank job, you don't you care right, play a song <laughs> <Job done>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no easy fundraising we signed up as a um, you know when you go to the shops and you, you, you they ask you for your Tesco card or your Nectar card or and that, that's how they, they track what you like yes well there's this organisation that does it called easy fundraising okay. and so if you sign into easy fundraising you get yourself a little account type thing um, and go and find 7FM then every time rather than going straight to the like on, and you mo- actually most big online providers on there like your Amazons and all them sort of things rather than going straight to Amazon if you go to Easy Fundraising click on Amazon there which will then put you through to Amazon then just shop as normal for everything that you buy about um, Amazon will give a 1 or 2% I think it is uh, donation to 7FM oh, that's cool so, but you have to go through the easy fundraising site yes to get oh, to your store but if you use Chrome and I think Firefox you can get a little app, um, app or um, a toolbar little uh, toolbar add-in thingy 
that will um, remind you to do it. So if um, I go to Amazon and I've got the toolbar installed, does it come up and say, go through easy fundraising? Yeah. It, um, in fact, well, I could give you an easy... Look, it's it, it done it there. Look, see? I can see so the it gives banner a big across the top. A big yellow banner that says, Amazon isn't doing this directly, but just click here and we can go and through And it, it doesn't cost me anything, does it? It doesn't cost you anything at all. The donation comes from... Sounds like um, a win-win. Well, it is. I mean, we've raised about 50 quid so far. That's very good. So just, we want everybody to just, whenever they're buying, they, they don't have to do anything different, just go through the easy fundraising. What's the website, Barry? It is www.easyfundraising.org.uk There you go, you heard it here. Um, I should definitely be doing that when I get home. And so whenever, I mean, what I find now is whenever I'm going to stay in hotels, you know, like on business or anything like that, I go there first, and like hotels.com is on there, lastminute.com is on there, all them sort of things. And there's loads, of, and they have loads of exclusive off- offers as well. Sounds good. So it is worth going there. That and good. you'll keep us on air for that little bit longer. So we're going to be buying our onesies, aren't we? We are. And so we should really go through so we'll go and, um... I'm trying to find Although something. Although I am a bit worried about the one you've got up on screen at the moment. It says men's snowflake onesie. I, I've seen better, to be fair. <laughs> I hope to uh, it doesn't melt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could be a bit dangerous, couldn't it? Oh, uh, there you go. A I dinosaur sm- onesie. Oh, there we go. Andy, we're looking for onesies for him. He's not listening. Ah, uh, Sean's got one. He's got a dinosaur onesie. A dinosaur onesie. <clears throat> you've got to wear it next week because it's the onesie club. We are, the, we are in the onesie club. Next week. It's onesie day on 7FM. Do you think we could get 7FM onesies made? I, I'm sure we could do, sure. That would be quite cool. I've, cool. I've always fancied a... Um, yeah, not between now and next week, yeah. I don't think. I don't know if we talk to a, 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 a local, reputable... Um, onesie Onesie supplier. company who was willing to donate some 7FM uh, onesies for um, free advertising. Yeah. I'd be... Uh, I'm going to wear Spider-Man. Then if it's seven of her ones, isn't it? That's true. Mm. That's true. true. Yeah, true, true. true. Mm. With the sticker, think outside the box. I like that. Yeah. So let's just get, let's just get a normal one and stick a sticker on it. <laughs> There's a Pokemon onesie. Fantastic. Oh, if I ever watch Pokemon, then I'd know what that means. Yeah. Okay. I'm a bit. I'm still a bit disturbed about some of these ones you're looking at. Tartan onesie. Oh, there you okay. go. That'd be one for our Fraser Mackey. Crocodile one. There you go. You, 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 you could you could rock in that. Let's see what I did. Ro- oh, croc. Oh. It's good. Yeah. It's good. It's a penguin. Yeah. What's a dirty roller, roller Aztec one? It's that. It looks very dirty, okay. actually. <laughs> right, we're sorted. Oh, th- there's one for Andy. Go on, then. <laughs> Which, what is it? I, I think you better... Um, yeah, I think you better move on. <laughs> Slowly. We'll do that one off air. Do you know what time it is now? We're going to play an advert break, and then we're going to play a song, which is going to be In Sickness and Health, which was to the very famous sitcom of the sort of 70s and 80s, which was fantastic. Ulf Garnet. Yes. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can't wear onesie next week. Why? I've got to go straight to uh, present a labour training course all day. doesn't matter. You just have to get dressed in, in the kitchen. Or in well, my maybe house. I just have to go and present to all the, the labour party in my onesie. Yeah, exactly. What's worse that can happen? I was going to say, it's probably be quite familiar surroundings for him. Um, okay, so <laughs> let's let's play... Oh, I got a political joke in for once. Whoa. Check you out. Cutting edge And humor. I'm not even Caro. I ate them all. They're all horrible. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. It's time for an ad break. We'll be back after an ad break with a bit of Chaz and Dave. Here we go. Andy Clark's Seven Ball Breakfast Show on 7FM. For great tasting fresh eggs, visit the Egg Shed at Foster's Poultry. We are located at Linton Fields, Nass Lane, Quedgley, near the Waterwells Trading Estate, three miles from Junction 12 of the M5. We're open six days a week and Sunday by appointment. For friendly help and advice, give us a call at Foster's Poultry on Gloucester 721118. And 
now the orchestra will begin their warm-up. Well, that's extraordinary. They appear to be putting on lots of extra layers. There are lots of ways to warm up at home this winter, like wearing several light layers of warm clothes. Find out more at nhs.uk slash keepwarm keepwell. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. Chaz? Yeah, speaking. Hello, mate. This is Andy Clark from 7FM in Gloucester. How are you doing? What's your Andy? All right, mate, yeah. Yeah, have you got a couple of minutes just yes, to talk mate, to us? Yeah. Great talking to you. I cannot believe I'm talking to the Chaz from Chaz and Dave. How you doing? So you pioneered the Rockney genre. Yeah. And incidentally, I mean, that was one of your, um, one of your album titles, 1978, I believe. It was, yeah. Um, you're dead right. Yeah, Rockney. Yeah, that was, uh, that was, um, the second album that we had out. How did it all start? Where did it all come from? Where, how did you guys meet and, and so forth? Um, well, I'll cut a long, long story short, um, the, uh, I mean, I, was, I knew Dave all the way through the 60s, but never thought of getting together because, uh, we were both bass players. Yeah. I'll go through my history quickly, uh, before we got together, I was in a band called The Outlaws oh, in yeah. the early 60s, Mike Bear and The Outlaws, we recorded up with Joe Meeks. Yeah. Then, um, in 63, I went on tour as, uh, Jerry Lee Lewis's bass player. Wow. Uh, to Britain and, uh, Germany. Yeah. Then, uh, I went on, uh, uh, as, um, uh, Gene Vincent's band. Ch- toured with him for, for about a year. 
Then I joined Cliff Bennett and the Rebel Rousers. Yeah. Uh, among other things, we toured with the Beatles. We did their last uh, European tour. And it was on that tour that they, uh, uh, Paul McCartney uh, played, well, he played us the, their latest acetate and said there's a song on it that would suit her. That was got to get you into my life. Oh, fantastic. After that, I would join Edge Hands of Feet, toured America. And it was in America that I was still singing in an American accent that I suddenly thought, hang on a minute, I feel a fraud singing in American to Americans. Yeah. And that's when I started uh, jotting down some ideas about singing in my own accent. And I think I thought of the word Rockney then. <laughs> and uh, when I came back, I remember ringing up Dave and said, look, got this idea. I said, I'm ready to go on piano now. Yeah. How about me and you getting together, forming a duo? Uh, got this idea about singing about things I know about and in my own accent. And he had a little think about it, agreed, and that was the start of Chaz and Dave. That's fantastic. I mean, your your style is so unique in the sense, if you hear a Chaz and Dave song, you know it's you guys. There's no question. Well, that's good then, then we've done it right then, because that's the main thing that any act should strive to do or, or, or become is, like, be recognisable, that, that that is you, you know, it's like yeah. the Beatles or whatever, Chaz and Dave or or Little Richard or Jerry Lee, when you hear him, think, oh, you know who that is. And that's first and foremost in anybody's uh, uh, ambitions, that that's what they should strive to do first. When did you realise, and I hate to use the C word, when did you realise you had a commercial product, if you like? You know, something that was actually people wanted to listen to, and you could make records with this style? Well, that's always been in the back of my mind. It's like... Um, I mean, I brought up with uh, my mum, who, who was a, a great piano player, but an entertaining piano player. She loved to play to people. So if you want to play, which is what I love doing first and foremost, is getting out there playing in front of people. Yo, Joanna. Um, <laughs> it, it's, uh, you've got to play something that is entertaining, something that they're going to like. And you, you don't pick, you don't think, oh, what will they like? You think, what do I like? And you try out, you might try out, I don't know, three or four songs. Yeah. And if two of them go down great and the other two sort of flop, then yeah. you drop the other two and you bring some others in. Yeah. You know, first and foremost is uh, you got to enjoy it and the public got to enjoy it. Now, I asked Jules Holland this question a few weeks ago. He was one of the first guys we spoke to. And I think you, you've had some sort of following together, you two, haven't you, over the sort of years? You've had a similar career, similar span? Yeah, yeah, very much so, yeah. And I asked him if he played, if he can read music or play by ear, because I play the old piano as well, and my mum told me off for trying to play by ear but to me you can feel the music do you, do you read music as well or do you just play by ear what i told myself to read music after which i don't think is a bad idea really because oh, right, okay. I, I started off uh playing by ear then when i joined the rebel rousers cliff bennett they had sax players in it and i had ideas for like uh, for sax arrangements so i taught myself to to write sax parts and like uh trumpet parts oh, wow. so i taught myself to read after and write which yeah. is as i say is not a bad idea I, I think if you can if you can ad lib you can play by ear well then uh you know end up doing the both but people there's a lot of people that, that can only read music and they you take the music away and they can't do anything Absolutely. well I, I think that's a bit sad it is sad isn't it it's, and it is a gift and i remember my music teacher saying no don't stop him playing by ear it's a gift it's a gift yeah yeah <laughs> so wh where did the the sort of background from gurcher and rabbit come from well I mean, gurcher was uh, that came from we were messing about in the studio one day having a laugh and yeah. uh with the big Jim Sullivan, and just come up and said, yeah, I remember when the old man, Gertrude, he'd become the word of the day. You know, every time we sort of went out to, to uh, the booth to listen to a playback, so we'd say to each other, we passed, Gertrude, and it just, 
We, me and Dave, because uh, my my granddad used to say it. My nan used to say it. Uh, it was an it was a, a of that era, sort of early nineteen hundreds, and uh, his dad used to say it. And we just wrote a song for a laugh, really, and put a bit of rock and roll back into it. And uh, yeah, they, they, that that became our first top uh, twenty hit. Very successful as well. And Rabbit, 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 is that from personal experience? That yeah, no, that was um, <laughs> basically. Uh, there was an we'd write an English version of. There used to be an American one. You talk too much. You worry me to put my pet. You talk. You just talk. You talk too much. And it was just an idea. Dave had an idea about people, old girls join. And I said, how about if we do like an English version of. We talk too much. So that's how that one come about. And of course, there's a lot of people that uh, do rabbit a lot. So yeah. that helped the sales because uh, people like were buying it for their mother-in-laws and all that. So we got like a yeah good 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 uh, good sales there. It's a bit of a knack as well to say rabbit 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 as quickly as you guys do because I've tried it. I can't do it. And yeah, well that 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 was we were mixing the actual thing before that rabbit 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 was on it and uh-huh. they started doing it. Well, that's a good idea. He said, nah, he said we can't do it quick enough. I said, hang on a minute, let's try. You do the first one, I'll do the second one. You do the on-beat, I'll do the off-beat. So we ran down into the studio, put up the mics, tried it with the track, got it right a couple of times, knew it was going to work, and Dave said, let's just do it on the fade-out. I said, no, it's too good. We've got to have it right on the intro. So that's how it worked. And uh, with practice, yeah, we got it recorded, and then took a little bit, bit of practice to do it all the time properly on stage but we managed it you did a very good job of it i gotta be honest um so i've um, one of the one of the questions when our listeners got ellen from bristol said you played at a fan's wedding the, the spurs song is that correct uh, the uh, spurs song was yeah that- we, we, if we're doing a private gig uh, well dave don't do so many private gigs now but if i'm doing one yeah. and they're obviously spurs fans well they can call the tune we say yeah we would do a spurs song <laughs> but we don't do them on public gig for no. obvious reasons yeah no, but uh nice. yeah yeah. If you want to book us for a private gig, uh, and you're a Spurs fan, I'll, I'll sing Spurs, they're on their way to Wembley. Fantastic. And enjoy it. Brilliant. Oh, absolutely. So I've just been reading on, uh, on the good old Wikipedia, and it says, the band has also contributed theme tunes for TV shows such as Cracker Jack and In Sickness and In Health, but yeah. contrary to urban myth, they were not responsible for the Only Fools and Horses theme. How do you think that? How do you think that came up? Because were you involved? Well, it was actually. It was actually. We got to know John Sullivan after. Yeah. Uh, I got to know him as a friend. He's he's dead now, unfortunately. Yeah. He died about a year ago. Yeah. Um. But uh, you got to know him, and uh, he actually did write it for us to sing. But at the time, we were we were in this, uh, Australia, and uh, and at that time, there wasn't the communication that you could record, like you know, the internet and all that. Yeah. And um. We, we, we'd had a number one in New Zealand and it was riding high in Australia. We were out there touring and uh, he needed it done quick and uh, we just didn't have the time to do it. So, But it was actually written for us, with yeah. us in mind. Because that is one song that probably does is similar to your style, isn't it? And you, could, you can see why people would think that actually you're definitely involved with it. It's a, yeah, yeah, yeah you, can, you can see the feel of it that he, yeah. he wanted. We did actually do a version of it on, on uh, Capital Gold or something like that. And, oh, really? Uh, yeah, so, but we, yeah, and we actually did, on one of the uh, series, he wanted to use Down to Market, and uh, we got Del Boy and Rodney in the studio to help us out on it, so yeah, we actually did get involved in one of the uh, 
footballs and horses shows. That must have been fantastic. It was. It was good fun. Yeah. Brilliant. What do you think of? um, And I've asked. I ask everybody this question, so I appreciate you might go either way on this. What do you think of the X Factor? I've never seen it. I don't watch it. Really? No. No, that's fair enough. I think that, that, that we'll draw a line under that one. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard of it, and yeah. I don't watch it. I, I, I think the little bits I have seen on it, and I think, is it the one where they sort of humiliate them a bit, and they, and I don't like that. No, I, I mean, I, I, that's, you know, that's not on. People, I know there's people sort of like, like watching it, but yeah. so I think that's probably what put me off it. You know, if, if, if somebody ain't no good, well, you know, they say, well, thank you very much, we're... Don't phone me, I'll phone you, and that's all you need to say. See, John from Bristol says, do you always stand in the same place in relation to each other, like Ant and Deck do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people have been saying that. We, we try to, actually, yeah, for, for reasons. They go, which one is Chad, which one is Dave? But we quite often forget. <laughs> but uh, most times, yeah, you'll find us in order. So you stand on the left, I take it, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the left facing you yeah (laughs) absolutely brilliant no that's great i mean finally then because i know you're busy if you weren't entertaining and performing and making us guys enjoy your music what would you be doing well i honestly can't think of uh, anything else because performing is part of my life like eating and sleeping um so i can't really think me me my other hobby that goes alongside my music is yeah. I've got an allotment to grow my own. Oh, fantastic. Uh, so, yeah, I, I shall, in fact, I'm going to nip round there right now before it gets too dark. Brilliant. Uh, but, yeah, I can't imagine doing that all the time. I've, I've got to get out there playing. Oh, that's been fantastic. And, of course, you're, you've got this massive tour. I, I've worked out, over, the, over March and April, you're doing 43 gigs. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're nicely paced, uh, yeah. and, and that's all we're doing, one gig a day, it's great, you just fly, it'll just trot by. Yeah, and it says that you're going to be, you're going to be uh, at Cheltenham, which is just up the road from us, on the 14th of April, yeah. at the Cheltenham Town Hall, at, at uh, 7.30 at night, and it says it's going to be, uh, first half of 30 minutes duration will consist of Chas and Dave's pub set, ending with Gertrude from 1979, uh, which is the start of your success. And then the second half will feature all of your hits since then. So that's going to be a great night. And a yeah, great that's, that's, that's pre- precisely what we're doing in a nutshell, yeah. Fantastic. Well, i tell you what, Chaz, it's absolutely fantastic talking to you. To all me. right, mate. No, I've oh. enjoyed it. Yeah, well, thank you very much. Good luck on the tour. Cheers. Thank yeah, you very much. We look forward to seeing you. everybody. Nice one. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Bye. Bye. we got some of price crack guys bowls and bowls of copy times tvs deep freeze chas and dave lps ball game boss names and had a push some trevor francis tracksuits from the bushy chapters push 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 no income tax no vat no money back no guarantee black or white rich or broke we'll cut prices at a stroke Andy Clark's Seven Ball Breakfast Show on Seven FM. What a nice bloke. You know, that was exactly the phrase that was in my mind. What a nice guy. He was a really genuine, genuine, genuine. one to talk to. Absolutely. Yeah.
You do pick oh. him, don't you? Well, well I don't pick you, him. Shawnee Sean. Well, that's true, yes. Good old Shawnee Sean. He's a sort of bloke. If you'd be in a pub and you knew who he was and you sort of said, hey, you from Chasenday, he'd, he'd be talked to you, wouldn't he? He'd beat you yeah, down, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. If you bought him a pint, perhaps. Yeah, I, yeah. I, th- I think, I've got to be honest, he was a. Uh, uh, what a nice guy. Yeah. I, uh, I, can't, I can't believe how nice he was to talk to. God. Well, there's only about four minutes of us to go until Shawnee Sean's in. He's going to be doing his uh, Saturday... No, 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 he's doing... Yes, it's what Saturday. It Saturday. What? Showcase or surprise? Showcase! See, I'm so on the ball well, on the this. The surprise he's calling it the Sunday Showcase. Yes. Well, you could call it the Sunday... That could be... That could be the not, surprise. You could call it not the Sunday sh- Surprise. <laughs> or, yeah, let's just not even... Let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. So, we've got about uh, a couple of minutes, and then we're going to bang out with a tune, um, and we're going to go out with a bit of Hadaway, What is Love. You'll like that. I do like that. That's I very thought good you tune. would. That's yeah. why I paid it for you, because you're my you. friend. Oh. In an hour's time, I will either be crashing... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Freudian slip. Oh. oh, no. Let's just rewind. So, in about an hour's time, I will be flying <laughs> over Gloucester. Gloucester. Oh. oh, I can't believe I've blimmin' well said that. You worried hey. now? That's going to prey on his mind. Jonathan, mm. if you're listening, just panic. Don't, don't go up. Thanks oh, for putting up with me. I did play that song for him this morning, actually. Jonathan, if you're listening, he's drinking whiskey. I've had a, I might <laughs> say that when I say, say, I'm not nervous at all, so I've had a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all pretty fine. chilled out now, Everything's yeah. fine. It's, it's all so fine. fine. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Reach steering wheel to hold. Yeah. These brakes don't work on the pedals. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'd like to say thank you for listening to us today, and yeah. uh, it's goodbye from me. No, you go first, Ray. Oh, no, you go first. All right, it's goodbye from Barry, and it's goodbye from Paul. Uh, we'll see you next week, the three of us again. In it's our gonna, onesies. In our onesies. We will be doing it, yeah. and any mm-hmm. other presenters can do it as well. I'm so sure. Make it onesie, onesie day on 7FM. We'll make it onesie man- day. Man- management order. Yes, okay, we'll send an email. Yeah. <laughs> oh, crikey. Like, oh, that's serious. We're not going to be, yeah, we're going to push it. Okay, this is a bit of Hadaway now. What is love? Back with you next week. Sean after the news. This is 7FM.
podcaster and around the world on www.7fm.com.